Well, hello and welcome. We're here with episode five of a super professional podcast. Chris from episode two or three or three or two is back in the house with us, but not really in the house. And I'm in, uh, I'm in my house. I'm in a house. He's in a house. I'm in the house. So that counts. And uh, we're going to be talking about freedom because it's uh, we're celebrating the fourth weekend with all of you. Hey, happy Independence Day, man. Happy, happy, uh, happy not, and, and, not being British. And to, all of, and to all of you. And uh, even though I heard we had some listeners from France, happy Independence Day. Dude, we've got listeners from, hold on, let me, let me pull that up. We got listeners from France. You know, uh, thanks for your help. <laughs> I would, I would say that in French, but I don't speak French. I speak Chinese, which isn't going to help here. It's, but it's not. Yeah, we, no, no, not even a little bit. French helped out a little bit with that. Um, there you go. Oh, I forget where to go to see all that. Yeah, we got we got listeners in France. We got listeners in Portugal, I think. Portugal? I don't know why you guys are listening to this, but thanks for tuning in. Welcome. Happy Independence Day. Yeah. I don't know if you guys are free, but... <laughs> <laughs> we are, so there's that. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, I just I just want to let you know too. Um, I like you more than Mariah Carey. It's, so I decided. Uh, oh, Kelly Clarkson? Are you talking about? Oh, that's what it was, dude. Oh, well, it was supposed to be a good callback joke, but then I slaughtered it. So whatever. It's all good. Well, I, yeah, Kelly Clarkson. Yeah, I appreciate that. I appreciate all of our listeners who are listening to this instead of yeah. Kelly Clarkson right now. Yeah. Because I mean, or literally anything. That else. yeah, that means a lot. There's a lot better of better than... things on Spotify. Like William Hung, and is he still alive? I thought I saw he got arrested in Hong Kong the other day. That is a total joke. In case anybody's actually paying attention to Asian politics right now, only you, bud. Um, <laughs> no, he's uh, he's alive. He's thirty-seven. And thirty-seven. He oh. still looks like ex- exactly like he did. That is a that is a super small bit right there of American history. <laughs> if you don't know what we're talking about, there's an <laughs> there's an Asian man who is on <laughs> American Idol and could not sing at all, and they just let him have it. And yeah. uh, he went on the tour, and it was terrible. If you if you search Google for William Hung, she bangs. <laughs> Um, there it is, man. She bang, she bang. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I remember. Some, I remember all that. I think I was in college when that happened. Some early two thousands bit of history right there. Uh, man, what what a nation where someone can rise to fame by being terrible at singing uh, a Ricky you, Martin song. Oh, you better be really careful right now. What a, <laughs> what an incredible <laughs> what an incredible place. Land of opportunity. <laughs> you know what? Opportunity for apparently. Everyone, everyone, to include America. William Hung. There we go. Uh, America. So, uh, man, I don't want to get into being a downer like so soon on our celebrating our two hundred forty fourth birthday of not being British. But I like uh, it. Man, I'll I like it. I actually made my wife so so Hannah likes to watch. For everybody that remembers, my wife's name is Hannah. Uh, she she likes to watch that great British baking show on Netflix. So I came out of the other room, we were doing our mic check, and I walked through. I don't know if you heard me say to her, but I was like, hey, I kind of have a problem with you. You're watching the show right now. And she was like, what are you talking about? I was like, the Great British Baking Show on 4th of July. Don't you think it's a little regressive? 
let's go, let's go ahead and get that off and, you know, make like we're, we're free here. Yeah. You, you, <laughs> you should really be watching, uh, what the diners dives and drive-ins or whatever. Diners, drive-ins and dives, dude. Guy Fieri is a great American. I watched that show. Let's not <laughs> hold on. <laughs> I was at the world's worst burger joint. I tried, they, there's a new burger place in town and it's one of those, you know, $18 a, a burger places. $18? Yeah. It's, I mean, Does that thing come with a hand job. I mean, I, I didn't buy that one. <laughs> oh, see, but I can't say, I don't know. I don't know. But that, oh, okay. uh, the, the burger was not that great. The service was awful and everything, but they were playing, uh, what, what is it? Diners, drive-ins and dives. They were playing yeah. that on the TV in the restaurant. How ballsy do you have to be as a restaurant to be playing the, the cooking show, like cooking shows that feature excellent establishments how Especially ballsy! Selling super expensive, not that good burgers. Yeah, yeah, like you're, I don't know, you're man. nothing. Why are you? Why are you playing that? Like how? That would make me so nervous. Like, hey, while we serve you this food, we're gonna show you like the best food <laughs> in the country on TV. <laughs> That's I mean, well, how how ballsy do you have to be? You know, to get a a degree in. I don't know, gender studies from, I don't know, university, and then go and tell a cop he doesn't know what he's doing. That's, that, you know, been serving yeah. for 15 years. That'd be so. like me marketing this podcast to my smart friends. You know, be like, <laughs> hey, you guys want to listen to some intellectual discussion? Why don't you listen to my podcast? Because, yeah, like you can't, you can't BS an actual expert. Like you can't, you can't do that. I don't know. Like, I'm not going to tell my DA what's up when it comes to like the law. Like, I'm not going to be like, actually, sir, you know, no, that doesn't. <laughs> I looked this, I looked this up on Wikipedia. Turns out. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm not going to reference. I'm not going to tell my doctor that I've seen every, every episode of house like three times. House, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. perfect. I love it. <clears throat> hey doc, actually it's lupus. And <laughs> turns out. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. But this place had the balls to have that playing at on their biggest TV right behind the bar. Wall well, you just eat. said it. You just said it. That's ballsy. That's <sighs> literally going, that's what you could be eating right now. What <laughs> you're here. Yeah, exactly. Hey, if you were and in Vegas, you could be eating this great food. Be, and that'll be $18. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, but instead you're in Atlanta. And uh, by the way, we'll be out oh, with your drinks in about 35 oh. minutes. So super funny Vegas story. You just you just clicked my memory over there one channel. So I went down. Uh, this is this is a year and a half ago. Never been to Vegas before. Showed up. Got a buddy of mine that we used to be in a unit that I that I used to serve in, and called him up and I was like, "Hey man, I'm flying through Vegas." Super funny story. I we booked our hotel and it was supposed to be this. I'm not going to give the name of the hotel, but there was two of them in Vegas. One was close to the airport. And the other one was on the strip. So when we booked the hotel, all of us that were, you know, driving up in our, in our rental truck, we're like, well, it's got to be the one close to the hotel because when you book it through the army booking system, right? It's got to be the one close to the hotel. That just makes the most sense. So we drive there. Dude goes, no, you guys don't have a room here. We were like, what are you talking about? And he goes, well, I can see you have a, a reservation with us, but it's not this hotel. Let me look it up for you real quick. He looks it up, and he goes, oh, yeah, you guys are at this address. 
And we're like, okay, so we punch it in. It was the Tropicana. Was was the hotel that the army booked for us to stay in? And for any of you guys out there that want to look up whether where the Tropicana is, you can look that up in <laughs> in Google and find out where that's at. They were trying so, to give you guys articles. <laughs> so we so we show up at the Tropicana. I call my buddy and I'm like, "Hey, man, on my way into Vegas." He's like, "Dude, I'm gonna be there in like ten minutes." Because he's like, "I live I live fifteen minutes outside of the city. Like, I'm I'm, I'm there." And we show up and I drop off my bags and he shows up and I go, "Hey, dude." I was like, show me where the locals hang out. And he goes, well, first you got to walk the strip, right? You're like, you got to see it. This is your, you know, the first time you've ever been here. Right. And I was like, yeah. So we're walking up and down the strip, you know, and this dude, this dude comes up and for anybody out there that's never been to Las Vegas, Nevada, like prostitution is completely legal. Like it is Sin City, USA. Right. So we're walking along and this dude walks up and he, goes to hand us these flyers and it's got, you know, a bunch of naked girls on him. And he's like, Hey guys, like you guys trying to party tonight. And he goes, and I'm like, Hey man, no thanks. You know, Christian dude, try to, you know, faithful, one woman, one wife, love it, you know, whatever. And I'm like, ah, no thanks, man. And my buddy, my buddy reaches down. We've been friends for like five years, reaches down and just grabs my hand and he goes, Hey man, we're gay. And without missing a beat, this dude goes, Oh, that's cool. And he puts that hand a flyers away and he reaches in his other pocket and he pulls out another hand of flyers that's got a bunch of naked dudes on him and he goes here and he just starts shoving them at us and I was like I was like dude are you serious right now and my buddy's just laughing he thinks this is the funniest thing in the world he's like welcome to Las Vegas like <laughs> he knew about that second stack already <laughs> oh yeah he knew it was coming but anyway he took me down to Fremont if anybody ever goes to goes to Las Vegas all the all the locals hang out down in Fremont which is about 10 minutes away from the strip. If you go there, you know, get away from the strip. It sucks. Go down to Fremont. That's where all the locals hang out. The bars are super cool. It's way better, way better time. But anyway, that's my funny story. Way better than the actual, the actual strip. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm a uh, kind of low energy when it comes to that kind of stuff. Like, have you ever, have you ever been to Las Vegas? No. Oh, nope. well. You, you had to search. You're like, hold on, let me think. Hold on. No, I do. Searching the drum, searching the drum files. No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nah, shoot, let's check those those weird that weird uh, blackout file. I kind of remember things. Yeah, I don't think I've ever been there. And uh, I, I was like, I've been I've been somewhere in that area. Where was that? And I was like, Oh yeah, that's right, Salt Lake City. That's like the opposite. <laughs> Of Las Vegas. <laughs> Mormon City, USA. The nicest, yep. <laughs> the nicest airport in the world full of the yep. nicest people. Oh, oh my God. Cool. You know what? They, I, dude, I don't know, man. That stuff is, is crazy. But if it makes people that nice, then I'm okay with it. I, I guess. I don't know. I don't, I don't I know. just can't, you, you know, Daniel Tosh, right? Yeah, I've heard his bit where he can't get behind a religion where his dad could be like, oh, yeah, that didn't happen. That's exactly, that's exactly the joke that I was coming for. I, when, I, when, I first heard, when I first heard him tell that joke, man, I, I literally rolled over, like, R-O-F-L-O-L. -L. Yeah. The whole bit. That was a good one. Yeah, that, that was a good one. Oh, man. But in, uh, man, hey, great transition, you bringing that up. Because in, in one of my favorite 
the experiment that is America topics, mm. uh, Daniel Tosh actually talks about it where he goes, uh, you want to know how great like uh, America is and how diverse we are. Everyone thinks we're not diverse and everyone's so like uh, segregated. He's like, look at our Olympic team. <laughs> who, can you guess who's on our Olympic teams? You can't because everyone's from everywhere. Do you want to know who's on the Chinese team? Did you guess straight Chinese chicks? Yeah, bingo. Bingo. Every year, 100% Chinese women on the Chinese gymnastics team. U.S., who knows? Who knows? It's one of everybody. But it's, but it's, but it's so awesome because when it comes to like a winning sports strategy, we go, oh, man, we got we to gotta put together a basketball team for the, uh, you know, for the for the Olympic basketball team, hold on. Let me let me put this draft together. Because you like as far as like the Olympics are concerned, we get to go out into the playground and do the uh, okay. I choose you, you know, and then and then yep that 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 six foot ten guy in the back over there. Yep, him. Uh, and then <laughs> what was your what, what was your sprint time? Was it a four three? Yep, that guy. And Yao Ming. <laughs> Yao Ming. <laughs> <laughs> the Chinese are pissed. The They're like, Chinese he's supposed to be like, on our team. Oh, no, we got oh, him. Sure. <laughs> exactly. It's 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 the greatest strategy of all time. Why do we have more medals than anybody else's? You think that the Olympic like basketball game would be like the stuff? Like you think like that would be the game of the year to watch or the four years. But it just never is. Actually, you know the you know the sports that are that are actually really fun to watch? are the ones that are completely dominated by white people, the no matter where you're from. Because, they're, they're like, watch the Winter Olympics. Like, do you watch the Winter Olympics? Because there's not a whole lot of, like... No one watches the Winter Olympics. I think it's because well, it's all well, white, it's cause it's all white and people. And, hey, 1980, the miracle, right, U.S. Olympic hockey team beat Canada, which nobody cares the fact that, you know, Canada is, like, the reigning champ in hockey in the world because it's Canada. <laughs> But like that's kind of a big deal, right? Like you don't see like a Zimbabwean hockey team, right? That like comes over and like that would that would shake the world to its core. I think, anyway, do I, you know how expensive I, it would be to air condition <laughs> the Zimbabwe's <laughs> practice facility for, I, I hadn't even, for hockey? I hadn't even considered. I hadn't like, even considered. <laughs> it'd be a multi-million dollar affair. Like, yeah, it we're would, just, would, we're just trying to keep the ice on the ground. Like it would definitely mess up their GDP. I can tell you that. <laughs> that that would affect the value of their currency. Oh. Them trying to have. Oh, did you hear that the uh, I can, now I'm going to sound like an idiot because I can't remember what his title is, but it's like prime minister or like whatever the the presidential equivalent is in Ghana. Made an international announcement earlier this week that if if there are people in the United States that feel like they've been disenfranchised, particularly African-American people that feel like they've been disenfranchised by the United States, they are free to come to Ghana and Ghana will give them political asylum. Did you, did you see this? No, this announcement? I, I, no, I didn't see that. I have, I have yet to, I, I've been searching like the dark web to see if anybody is actually like what the political asylum statistics are from people going from the United States to Ghana. I have, I have yet to see any, statistics following up on that we i don't know man i i don't know i think we really like to complain i think we really like to complain we're a lot because we're allowed to right you know well yeah there's that yeah like if i complained about the government as much as i do here and i was from somewhere else it wouldn't like chances are in most of the rest of the world it wouldn't go so well 
you know, like we're, <laughs> and that's kind of part of it. Like whether or not you like what's going on right now. And I don't think anyone really likes what's going on. Like, I think we can all agree that this place isn't perfect. Sure. I, I think we can all agree that this is not perfect. And America is, it's unique because it's an experiment and it's a set of ideas versus a, um, like just a really solid, well-defined place that's been here forever. You know, that's, that's not what we are. Um, this is a very new, very early on experiment in the context of world history. Um, but despite all that, like I can say openly on this podcast, America sucks and no one's going to come hit my house and take me to jail. That right, right there is, we like to complain because we're allowed to. Sure. And we, and, and then we roll our eyes when somebody points out that fact Cause we're like, well, of course, like, and, and how dare they suggest that other places aren't allowed to do to other, you've been to other places that aren't allowed <laughs> to do that. Like it's, we're not making this up. We're not, we're not like, we were just talking, uh, we were talking yesterday. We had a great conversation that probably just should have been recorded, but we were talking about how like, like, <laughs> I'm, like I'm really glad you didn't record me yesterday. <laughs> yeah. But like other people in other countries can't be like, Hey, look, I'm defending my home. And, yeah. you know, when, when, you know, even guys from other countries come in with guns, they, yeah. it's like, put that junk down. You do not have the right to defend your home right now. Like, that's not how this no. works, buddy. Like we hear you're like, you, you just don't have that right everywhere. And, uh, I don't know. So I think it, it, what a good, what a sign of a healthy country at it to a certain extent that the people are just complaining and constantly just bitching all the time. Cause because they're allowed, they're allowed to, and there's no repercussions for doing so. And, <laughs> and, and like, and I can honestly say this, like, I I can honestly say this, no joke. I I may not like what you say, but I I will die so that you can continue to say it. And I know I know a lot of people that that feel that same way. Yeah. I I I still believe in debate. I I still believe in this idea of like, yeah, like yeah, things are. Things are broken. Things aren't perfect. You know, like let's 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 sit at the table and let's let's work together and let's figure out how we can make it better. You have you have your ideas, I have my ideas, let's talk about it. Honestly, I you think know? that's my chief criticism of the right. And and watch already people are like, I'm about to stop listening. Yeah. I'm about to turn it off. But my chief my <laughs> oh, chief criticism of the right. <laughs> yeah, they're already like, oh no, no. No, 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 but I mean like the right has a Trust me, we're gonna, inability. We're gonna funny. I'm getting ready, I'm getting ready to drop a bomb people. Just, just hang around. Well, yeah, but the, the right goes like, yeah, freedom of speech, freedom of speech, freedom of speech. And then you say something they don't like. And they're like, yeah. oh, you can't say that. Like, <laughs> no, dude, like it, you're either for it or you're not, man. I, I don't care yeah. what kind of protest is occurring in the city. As long as, as long as it's not violent, go for it. It makes me happy to see that people are doing that. I, dude, yeah. I don't care if the Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster comes down here and wants to do a demonstration <laughs> in, in, in the city, you know, for a month. Like, if I have to take a few detours, even because they're down here, you know, trying to, you know, evangelize spaghetti, then, like, all, all, all for it. You know, it does. It makes me happy to see people going. They believe that something is going wrong, and so they are investing their time and energy in making that problem known. 
I mean, it's, um, I don't it's, care it's, what it is. I'm happy to see it. Sure. I mean, it's kind of like, it's kind of like how, if, if I want to make a joke about how, when I was 15 years old and I, I ran across a uh, mentally handicapped person and it made me laugh. She's so stupid. <laughs> so <laughs> that's my not so subtle <laughs> transition. Hannah, Hannah was telling me about that earlier. She goes, so I listened to you guys' podcast. And I said, oh, yeah, what did you think? And she goes, I don't think that you should have uh, made jokes about mentally handicapped people. That yeah. wasn't funny. Yeah, I can actually, I, like, I can you know. see when people tune out. <laughs> I can see when people leave the podcast. <laughs> was it? It was like right then. You were like, hey, so the mentally handicapped. And then just like our, our listenership was like, like, it was like 80 okay. people. That were like, nah. Okay. Allow me to not apologize for making a joke about something that happened to me when I was a young, dumb teenager. But only merely sharing, you know, an experience that I had one time because I was a young, dumb teenager. You've slightly grown up since then. I okay, so, so only, only, but only slightly. But so, only slightly. so, so that's another called back joke, people. That's what's called a running gag. In case nobody's ever, I have a terribly them. similar story that happened not very long ago, and like oh. all of my current coworkers were there. <laughs> I was at Honey Baked Ham. By the way, have you ever eaten? They're not one of our sponsors, but we're going to plug them for free because it's that good. Have you ever just oh, went you? and had lunch at a Honey Baked Ham? I did. It gave me food poisoning. I threw up all over the place. That's called an unplug. You're ruining You're ruining a potential <laughs> sponsor. <laughs> okay, so screw okay, you, Chris. They're delicious. <laughs> it's a wonderful place. It's a wonderful, wonderful place. It was great, going down. Was great place. going down. I'll say that. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah it was it delicious. Was, it was great going down. Great. Anyway, I had a great time. I eat there all the time. Never gotten food poisoning. So I'm leaving and there's a lady walking, walking towards the place out of the parking lot. She's got her kid on a leash. And all I hear is her like mumble yelling at the kid. And like I walk and as I pass them by, like I kind of roll my eyes and then I get into my car and start my car and I say to my coworkers, Oh my God, people from Louisiana are garbage. <laughs> now, hold on, hold on. Cause it gets so much worse. Oh, I just embraced. My vision is not very good and my hearing is not very good. Okay. Huh? I, yeah, exactly. I am a very old soul. And my body is following suit. Well, so I can't see or hear all too, all too awesomely. So apparently it was a deaf woman. <laughs> so, so I just thought like, I heard like, no, no. And I was like, oh, it's that swamp people nonsense from the TV. And I was just like immediately just so turned off. And so I said out loud in front of like five people, I was like, oh my God, people from Louisiana are garbage. And they all get wide eyed and just stare at me. And you can tell, like I could tell something was up. I could tell they all wanted to say something to me, but no one wanted to say anything. And all of a sudden, like one of the girls speaks up and looks at me and goes, that woman was deaf. And I had to pull over. <laughs> I, was, I was like, no, she, no way. 
I did not just I did not just make the most ignorant, ridiculous comment ever. I was like, I don't worry, don't worry. I'm going straight to HR. I'm okay. So like, my so my problem was I was I was young and stupid. Your problem was is you're just just stupid. Just stupid. Okay. Yeah, oh, just yeah. stupid. Okay. Yeah, this was this was like two years ago. Well, I I really appreciate you crawling down in the cesspool here with me and, and admitting. Yeah. Hey man, that's what this podcast is all about. I like it. I love it. I love it. This is all So two hundred so two hundred and forty four years, huh? Of just glorious freedom. Not always glorious, but freedom, yes. Free, it, and 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 that's what and that's what we were talking about earlier, man. It's it is yeah. it is glorious in theory, and regardless of and, and this is a good segue into uh, man, just like how I've done some really terrible things and said some dumb stuff, and I'm a, a horrible <laughs> person. Occasionally, I say something incredible and something really true, and I'll and, even a blind squirrel finds a nut every now and then, and, and that's it. Is and when the blind squirrel finds that nut. Should he not eat it just because he's blind? Like, he's, j- yeah. so, so the founding fathers started off our declaration of independence with, we hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are, all men are created equal. equal and that they are endowed by their creator, by with, their creator certain with certain unalienable rights. That among these life. Liberty, I was trying to say it with you. I thought we were, I thought we were happiness. like, doing like a creed. there's okay, a little yeah. bit of uh there's a little bit of delay in the phone. So it doesn't work. Oh, out. Yeah. Uh, well, now we just sound like morons. Yeah. But among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Exactly. Yeah, I know it too. People. Okay. So regardless of uh, what you think about the Founding Fathers or what the Founding Fathers did, that right there is one of the greatest sentences in any founding document that I've ever seen or read or heard. That sentence right there is so huge. Absolutely. And so, uh, man, again, right now in this country, there is a there's a place of turmoil and there is some there's some nonsense. But I'll tell you what uh, I when I was thinking about that, you know, in in preparation to to celebrate this day, Independence Day, you know, I'm, I'm always thinking about that line, you know, the start of the preamble, like. It's like Michael Jackson's music. <laughs> You already know where I'm going with this. I love it. Dude, so like Michael Jackson might have right. touched those boys, but was his music incredible? No, no, like listen, hear me out. I am, I hear me am, out. I am listening. Hear me out. There's just more than most people are going to do for you. Dude, dude, we just lost every single listener. So, not, not no, 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 listen. Listen, the Declaration of Independence is just like Michael Jackson's music, right? Mm. Like, he, he made incredible music. And even if he's guilty of the accusations that were brought against him, he, he broke ground in the music industry and his creative influence made lasting positive change. And like, we're not like- getting rid of the Thriller album. Like, you, you can't, right? You can't. There's yeah, a- no, I... I really like I really really like the point that you're making right now and in the I, dumbest I, way possible. It was it was it was a long way around Robin Hood's farm. We're we're going to get here and I like I like I like the idea that because it, it seems that uh, like if you, if you were to talk about this with somebody like one of the very first points that you know that you're going to have to try to hurdle over you say hey America's a good is a fundamentally good place. 
people here are free. And you, and you asked me earlier and, and like, I just want to echo like, yes, I've been to other places in the world where people truly aren't free. And I can tell you like from personal experience, personal experience, like we are free here. We are still free. And this is still the greatest place in, 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 in the entire world still is. Yeah. Um, but you know, to the, to the point that you're trying to make, like one of the first hurdles that you're, that you're going to have to try to overcome if, if, you have this conversation with somebody is that, Oh, well, you're, you're going to say that the United States is, is perfect. And that's like, no, 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 no. That that's, that's not what I said. The greatest. Yes. Perfect. No. Yeah. Right. Like we, we absolutely have mistakes in our past, like, like egregious, terrible, hypocritical mistakes. But what I, what I love about my nation is that every single time in our history, that you see one of these like one of these hypocritical mistakes is brought up then there are moves and we have moved to fix it and move on and get past it and become better than what we were before yeah and sometimes it takes happen? sometimes it takes way too long and sometimes it, it's not sure. in, in, embraced and i i think it's it's sure. this is not what's marketed there it, it seems like if you just look at america from the outside or look at what the media portrays you have two groups of people you have one group of people that essentially wants to uh, suck off the founding fathers and <laughs> treat them like gods. I mean, I mean, literally, it's it's funny. No, you're, yeah, it's, I know you're absolutely right. It's though. the it's it's the hyper the hyper right, which is largely made up of, um, you know, super conservative religious people. Where one of yeah. your commandments is not to have any other gods before me and not to worship <laughs> any other god, but oh yeah, my god, a, they, a, tre- they treat the, the founding the fathers, they treat the founding fathers and Chick Fil A like it's a deity, <laughs> and then and then you can't ever tell them, hey, you know he owns slaves, and they're like, great, like hold hold your hold your horses, right? Or you know, like dude, just just hold up for just a second, man. Like first off, like. I get your whole historical context argument, but that's not going to go well for you. <laughs> like, like I get the argument you're trying to make. It's just not going to go well for you in today's sure. historical context. Um, in the context of today, rather, uh, that argument is not going to do well. Um, just why don't you just take a break and realize that those guys were not perfect. Now on the other side, the, I think the left needs to realize that even e- again, even a blind squirrel will occasionally find a nut. Sure. And sure, sure, sure. some of these nuts are these are this is that right there. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. They're endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights. That's a golden nut. <laughs> that's a that's 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 a one-off. That's a Lance Armstrong nut. All right. There's only <laughs> one of those. <laughs> there's oh, only there's only one of those. And yes. so we as a country need to cherish that nut. Um, sure. it, that, how that many is, times did he? How many times did he win the Tour de France? By the way, I don't know. Like a lot. Seven? Is it seven? I, I don't know, but there's an I'm asterisk. There's an asterisk next to it now, so who cares? Because that's where that's where his other net was supposed to go. <laughs> Go Lance Armstrong, by the way, America. By the way, everybody, just yeah. love it. All right. So anyway. <laughs> You're doping. Everyone's doping. Like what a snitch. <laughs> Every, what a Takashi six that. nine. <laughs> what a what a jerk there. Yeah yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh, man! Absolutely he's ridiculous. embarrassing us in our own country. I'm just saying, throw his blood, you know. So yeah, he just threw my everyone. My French guy sounds like Romanian. I don't know why. He threw everyone under the titanium lightweight bike, and 
ow, that really hurt. Yeah, exactly. There's like <laughs> 300 of them, so. <laughs> oh, that's true, yeah. That's true. Yeah. It's like it's like run over by a stampede of turtles. Just... I think they're faster than that, man. How fast do those bikes go? I, I said it, and then I was like, uh, you know, rabbits? I forgot. Maybe the bikes rabbits. are going fat. Maybe rabbits was better, because I was thinking turtles were light. I was thinking weight, not speed. And yeah. then I realized that joke fell flat like it did. Lance Armstrong's other nut. So like a like a, like a ruined bike tire. <laughs> all right, let's move on off Lance Armstrong, guys. <laughs> I woof, well, that was not my best segment. Mm, <laughs> all right, but anyway, hey. What's funny is tonight <laughs> I'm gonna get like eight texts from Chris going, I have a better Lance Armstrong joke. I do. <laughs> moments, I, I'm moments super over, buddy. guilty. I am super guilty of coming back. Like, oh, what I meant to say was like, we don't edit. Know. We don't edit this podcast. This comes straight to you. Actually, we don't. Like, you, you get to see the good, the bad, the ugly. There's a lot the of mentally ugly. handicapped, <laughs> the deaf, the deaf, and the 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 Louisianite. <laughs> oh man! I can see again. I can see where our listeners are typically, and uh, uh, yeah, we're just gonna have like no Louisiana listeners after after this one. It's all going away. Well, let me allow me to alienate another group. You 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 <laughs> don't like Louisianites. Louisianites, Cajuns, and that's not true. That's not true. I love driving through that city. I love driving through that city. I mean, I don't like them anywhere else. But when I'm there, like, I'll eat at any random restaurant that's not a chain, and it's delicious. Mm. Any every Mm. that 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 state knows how to cook. Mm. 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 And that's called pandering, everybody. By the way, that's called backpedaling and pandering. In case you didn't, but anyway, I was I was Guilty. gonna say just to, just to double down on on the whole <laughs> alienating of of groups. Uh, I I lived in Kentucky for a while during my youth, and there is no worse people in the world than people from West Virginia. And I have, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna tell. <laughs> well, they don't have internet, my, so none of them are listening to this anyway. Friends, I'm gonna tell one of my super close friends to listen to this. We went through the through the medic course together, and he was from West Virginia. Went to West Virginia University, and uh, we, oh man, we just we would get into it all the time. Me and that guy, and just you know, he's like, "What do you have against people from West Virginia?" I'm like, "Well, I mean, not really anything when I can understand them, you know, just." <laughs> I don't know, man. You guys marry your sisters. Your kids don't have any teeth. Like, it was, oh, it was bad. We would just go back and forth all the time. West Virginia is like, <laughs> if they made a sequel to uh, Kentucky, I, I mean, just I don't know, like no, Virginia, like a te- like a, a movie that's already not that good, and they're like, let's make a second one. Like, <laughs> it's like, uh, it's like. It, yeah, I would say it's like it's like Aladdin three. In case any of you guys didn't know or didn't grow up in the nineties, they made a third Aladdin movie. What? You see, it, that's my that is exactly. I didn't my know they point. made that's a West second Virginia. Aladdin. Oh well. Oh yeah. So there's some things you know in the that Disney. Did vault. you know that there's a? Did you know that there's a North Dakota then too? Or? <laughs> I did. I did. I... <laughs> oh okay. <laughs> yeah. But, no, I didn't know I they made like, a second I feel like a Aladdin. Lot of people from the East Coast and the West Coast, right? Like kind of the business centers of the United States are like, West Virginia, is that a is that a thing? Hold on, let me go look at my map again. I forgot. Like, oh man, it's right there. Yeah. It's because no out. one does business with them. Yeah. <laughs> it's like there's like twelve people there just homesteading. Which is funny, which is really, really funny, because if you drive through Charleston, their government building there, their state legislature building has like a golden dome on it. And it actually has gold in it. It's a golden domed 
legislature building. And I made a joke the last time my wife and I saw it, and I was like, that's probably like 60% of the state budget right there yeah. that they mined out of these hills. To put. <laughs> Actually, their their governor was on a uh, – what was he on? He was on some sort of um, – he did some public speaking engagement that, that I was watching for some terrible reason. And every time – Probably because you were working, mic, I would imagine. Yeah, I don't really remember. But every time he came to the mic, he's like, I just want to say that West Virginia is a great place to work. It's a great if you got a business, if you got a home, if you got if you got some Pokemon cards, anything you want to store in West Virginia is this is a great place. And like he spent 35 minutes and the more, like that was yeah you chuckled just now at like minute 5 you start getting angry at minute 10 <laughs> you start realizing the humor in it again and then that just escalates until like 35 minutes in i'm rolling and like he just will not there's there's a there's robots behind me at this college <laughs> that i don't even understand there's kids here doing things here in west virginia that i don't even get Oh man. They're so it's... much smarter than me. And I'll tell you what, uh there's smart people here in West Virginia. Like <laughs> it was the best speech I have ever seen. Oh, that's that's, it, that's great. Stuff, it made man. me want to move. It made me want to move to West Virginia. Well, mission accomplished. It it was it was phenomenal. <laughs> I just feel like it's a simpler place with simple people. No, it is. I think I saw a, uh, I think I saw a statistic the other day. It's like uh, of the poorest counties in the United States, Kentucky and West Virginia are home to like the overwhelming majority of, of the poorest counties. And, I mean, I know you're Googling me in the background, but that's, that's, <laughs> that's, 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 that's something that I saw. It's, uh, it, it's, when you say it's a simpler place, I mean, it is right. But, but there's just people, there's people there that enjoy their freedom in a very different way than you and I do. <laughs> different, different and interesting are, are the two of the, the, the softest landing words in the English language. I will you know, say, you don't. <laughs> yeah, that as someone who spent a considerable amount of their time working for Uncle Sam in other people's right. houses, right. I get to see the way that other people choose to exercise their freedom. That that is a very that it, was a very politically correct way of saying that. that. It was. I like it. But it's kind of like when my son my son cooked for me the other night. You know what he gave me? He cubed up a squash and some mushrooms in a bowl, and he poured soy sauce on it. And he's like, "Dad, I made you stir fry," and I was like, "This is squash and mushrooms and soy sauce." And he was like, "Yeah," and I was like, "That's interesting." Did you did you teach him about uh, the current level of inappropriateness around cultural appropriation? You know, I didn't really get into that uh, with him. You should before you get in just, trouble. I, I just told him that his cooking sucked and to put it back. <laughs> so there's one there's know. one thing worse than cultural appropriation, and that's <laughs> making another culture's food terribly. 
<laughs> if you can't even appropriate it correctly. I think there's a level of respect that comes with if you've learned how to cook yeah, another culture's called, food yes, well. Yes, it's called that's flattery. respect. Yes, yeah, it's yeah. called flattery is the highest form of finish the phrase for me because I'm 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 blacking out. That, yeah, what the, is that? the highest form of imitation. Imitate, sorry, imitation. Yeah, yeah. Imitation is the highest form of flattery. There we go. See, it comes to me. I'll I'll get it. But yeah, no, it's true. Because if you do something incredibly well, right, and other people like want. Man, I yeah. want some of that. It looks good. You've right. taken the time to learn something correctly. Exactly. No, people who simplify, if you're going to simplify, you're essentially stereotyping their food. You're simplifying it down to the most basic thing and going, oh, that's all it is. <laughs> like, like, uh, oh, oh, man. So, so Hannah loves ramen. I mean, loves, loves ramen. Absolutely. And, like the other day, I was like, you know what? Let's let's try to let's let's try to make some ramen. I'm gonna I'm gonna try and make my wife my wife ramen for dinner. So I looked it up. Come to find out, like if you need to make real ramen, it's like a, it's like a three day process. You can't just you can't just throw some noodles in a broth and then put it in the microwave and just be like, that's ramen. Like, this is this is not like an easy thing. Yeah. So, you know, like case case in point, like if you're going to do something right, like you talk about like cultural appropriation, you go to the you go to the store and like I was a college student. I remember living on cornflakes and ramen packets, you know, and they come to find out here. I'm 30 years old. and I'm like, wow, that's not actually ramen. No, man, no, that's probably one of the most American thing that's ever happened to me. <laughs> that's, that's the uh, <laughs> that's like Taco Bell being Mexican food. Right. Yeah. No. Yeah. There, there's another good one for sure, dude. There was a uh, there was a commercial I watched. I forget which airline did it. I think it might have been Aeromexico. They did a commercial. They did a commercial where they went and interviewed a ton of, like I I try not to use this phrase because it seems so aggressive, but they went and found a ton of racist white people, um, <laughs> and they did DNA tests on them. And then they were like, well, because they found people that were like, no, I never go to Mexico. I hate the Mexicanese, and when they come over here across the fence. It ruins everyone's gerbs. And yeah, they found those people. They found them. In um, West Virginia. Yeah, not. <laughs> yeah, Jesus, not hard to find. Um, so they found them and they were like, well, how about this? We're going to do a DNA test. And whatever percentage Mexican you are, we're going to give you that percentage discount on like a travel package. Mm. And uh, there was one guy who ended up being like 18% Mexican. Oh. And. Uh, and he and they were like, so so now that you have an eighteen percent discount on all Aeromexico travel packages, are you thinking about going to Mexico? He's like, as long as they have a Taco Bell on the street corners, man, I love that place. I was like, oh no, oh no, that's the worst thing. Golly, if you've ever had like real real Mexican food, like that is. <clears throat> that's so that's crazy uh, so do you remember there was a there was a, a little taco joint there in san angelo and it was on the corner of yes. main and second i want to say well doggos and it was that there that's the one <laughs> okay so that's there were six the of them there were six of them i think in the but city that's the, that's the one i was that's the one i was talking best about. place that, that, was, that was good i you read my mind that was their best location that place was delicious you could get pancakes and, at 11 at night 
and it had that that there was that little kid that would like run your tacos out to you. Yeah, like you go and put your order in, you go sit in your car, you come out. Oh, you know, breaking every child labor law. Yeah, <laughs> I. I don't actually know if that was his family or not. I never, I never actually asked. Yeah, yeah, I've spent a lot of time there. Yeah, was it? Yeah, that was that was his. Uh, those were his parents oh, okay. running the place. I just assumed. <laughs> yeah, Is that they were feeding him well. <laughs> yeah, he was a chubby little kid. <laughs> he, he looked like the uh, he looked like Jack Black's buddy from the orphanage in uh, in Nacho Libre. He just run out your tacos. Uh, Sir, these are your tacos. Oh, they better all be in there. Just <laughs> shut up. I'm gonna count them. <laughs> I don't think they ever messed up my order. That place, that place was no, incredible. No, no, and all, and all, and by the way, they're not sponsoring us either. But <laughs> Hildog- yeah, Hildago's <laughs> Mexican hole in the wall Mexican place in the middle of nowhere, Buttcrackville, Texas, Super. is not sponsoring this podcast. Super delicious, dude. Though. Some of the best tacos I've ever had in my life. It's like an 18-hour drive. I'll drive it for those tacos. I would too, man. There's, I absolutely would too. There's a couple places in that city. There's a, I'm, uh, there were a couple places like in between cities, just like towns where there's only one restaurant, like me, one Mexican spot in the whole city. Yeah. And that's I ne- the, well, I never got, I never got out of San Angelo much while I was there. Oh no, the I, I, I drove there. all around. And uh, yeah, they're uh, interesting place. All the food's good. All the food's good. There weren't a lot of bad places there. I mean, because there was nothing to do there except for eat. Just put food behind your fat face. That's the only thing there was to do there. You remember that? You remember that place, Cork and Pig? Yep. That was Hannah's favorite. Oh man, she absolutely loved it. Their homemade pizza. Ooh. So I liked the grill they're, better. And their chili. I liked the grill better. It was a husband and wife, and when they divorced, they each got a restaurant. Cork and Pig is hers, I think, and the grill is his. Oh uh, well, she's doing way better. The grill, <laughs> nah, dude. The grill is the place. All right. Well, I'll have to take your word for it. Yeah, a lot of lot of good food there, man. Um, for sure. And there's weirdly there's like sheep on every corner, like painted sheep statues. Unless they've been canceled, I don't know. Maybe they tore them down. Yeah. But there used to be because it's a apparently it's the wool capital of the United States. The sheep. I found out the sheep and mohair, the wool and mohair capital of the world. <laughs> Something like that. And I was oh. like, oh, well. At least they or have a slogan. For me, I didn't realize I was in the presence of greatness. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, at least they have a slogan. Like, Atlanta's slogan is what? The city too busy to hate. And then you look down the street and there's a riot going on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's, that's a thing that happened like yeah. two weeks ago. So <laughs> it's fun times. Fun times right now, man. But anyway, man, I just want to say happy Independence Day to you. Happy Independence Day to everybody out there. God bless these great United States of America. I love it. And I hope everybody out there is, is going to have a good weekend. I hope they're all going to have some some good barbecue, maybe some hamburgers or hot dogs, yep. some apple pie, whatever whatever it is that you do. I hope your community is doing fireworks. Yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know ours is. You can so, legally put really a bomb forward. in a tube and launch it into the sky in this country Dude, in most I'm, places. I'm so look, I, I look. For, I think I think my two favorite holidays are Christmas and Fourth of July. I'm not even I'm not even lying. The birth of Jesus and the birth of a great nation. That's just two of the greatest things ever. I like you know? D, I like D, I celebrate DB Cooper Day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, do you know what I'm talking about? 
Yes, I know. I know who DB Cooper was. Yeah, I saw. Yeah, was is that dude's totally still alive? He got oh, away. You think so? Huh? Oh, no, you think so? no, no, no. I think I think it was. <laughs> no. I, I think it was that guy who um, ended up chopping his arm off with his personal plane in the backyard when he was like ninety. Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah, I think it was that guy. Could have been. Yeah, uh, good times. But yeah, I'm sorry for interrupting. But that's my that's my favorite holidays. DB. No, it was. Well, you know, I I also celebrate Boxing Day, but you know, a yeah. I like you people. I also are like probably Cinco not laughing, but look on look on your calendar. It's going to be on the very last page. You'll find it right after Christmas if you don't know what I'm talking about. It's it's actually on there. So, uh, but but anyway, um, no no no. I was going to say I'm looking forward to watching some fireworks. I'm going to go buy a bunch of those little poppers. You know, you throw them at the ground and they crack. Yeah. I don't know what you guys call them, poppers. I'm going to throw them at my two-year-old. I'm really looking forward to that, just watching him run around. So it's, it's going to be great. I think I'm going to buy some sparklers, you know. I'm already wearing my, my American flag Ranger panties. It's good. It's, it's, oh, it's, it's great. It's awesome. I remember when we were I kids. Love, I love this holiday. My dad, uh, my dad had some of those little poppers. And yeah. uh, he just got done painting the entire living room of the house. <laughs> and then he's chasing uh-huh. us around the house. He threw some, and like three of them missed missed me and hit the wall, and left little black spots on the wall. And he yelled at me because I dodged them, and they left marks. He threw them at me. He missed. They hit the wall, left marks, and he yelled at me because they missed me. And now he had to repaint that wall. Clearly your fault. Clearly. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> My I remember, I remember when I was like six. I don't remember what I did, but I remember my mom was spanking me with a wooden spoon, and she she broke her wooden spoon on my butt, <laughs> and then she was she was you broke my spoon, and she grabbed another one, and then she spanked me for breaking her spoon because she was so upset. So I must have done something really bad, by the way. I don't remember what it was, but I'm sure I deserved it. Dude, parenthood seems awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm so mad at you. I'm gonna break something and then take it out on you for breaking that thing. <laughs> Man, we had the best parents. Oh no, absolutely. So great. Hundred percent. Just like this my country. Dad, just my, like this country. Hey, look, they weren't perfect. <laughs> just like this country, man. Not perfect, but boy, did they try. Boy, boy, did they try. I, I, and it and wasn't the worst. I would, I would say they ultimately succeeded. I think they're the best know, parents. Maybe. Just like this country. Hey, the best parents that I've ever had. This is the best country that I've ever been a citizen of. This is like I tell everybody. I'm not, I'm not, I never said I was the best medic, but I'm your medic. That's, that's what you get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. If you want a different one, they're about four hours away. So if you, if you want someone, if you want someone to plug this bullet hole, I'm no. the best chance that you've I'm got. I'm the best you've got. So. I'm, I may not be your favorite medic, but I'm your favorite medic for at least the next four hours. That's, that's the way it goes. Exactly. Yeah, so. happy, uh, happy American Independence, everyone. Happy not being British Day, because that Absolutely. accent is terrible, and their teeth are disgusting, and we don't have to put up with it any longer. Except Pass. unless you're unless you're in West Virginia. Again, sorry guys. <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> but happy Independence Day to you guys too. Yeah, yeah. Terrible teeth and accents. That's what we were trying to get away from 244 years ago. And people in West Virginia and, uh, and uh, what is it, Louisiana, you guys decided to keep it around. Just you, you switched to a different 
set of terrible teeth and accents. But the rest of you, the other 48 states, great job celebrating and uh, keeping history alive. I just, uh, you know, again, it's not perfect, but it's, it's the greatest thing that we have. Let's make it better together. Uh, hey, let's be, absolutely. Let's be professional Americans. Let's stick to the true, the true vision of uh, what this country was supposed to be. Uh, that, uh, you know, believing that all men are created equal and that we have, we have God-given rights that the government cannot take away. What a great concept. What a, what a fantastic concept. Um, I think that's what being a true patriot, being a true American is, is holding to that concept, regardless of what you believe about the people that wrote it. That right there, that sentence is a great sentence. Maybe I'm being too optimistic, but um, no, man, I've, never been, I've never been accused of that before. It. I've never been accused of being too optimistic before. Too, too optimistic. Too no one's optimistic. ever described me as such a positive guy. But that right there, <laughs> when it comes to America, that's, that's what I believe, is that the real Americans are people that hold that sentence and those rights, those God-given rights, close to the chest and... Uh, and a couple badasses that have taken a couple to the chest to uh, to make sure that the rest of us get to enjoy those rights. So uh, thanks for joining us, Chris. Thanks for hanging out. Yeah, man. Looking, I'm looking forward to doing it again already. Yeah. Happy Happy Independence Day, everyone. Hope your uh, Hope your smokers are up and running, um, mm-hmm. including all you uh, all you nerds on the pellet smokers. You know, just like the rest of us. You know, kind of. Kind of. All men were created equal, even pellet smokers. <laughs> and people who get... But you're, pe- but you're still better than people who grill on gas grills, okay? So you're still better than those people. There is definitely a hierarchy there. You, so you were created <laughs> equal. I'm not saying that you choose to cook food at an equal level, <laughs> right? I'm not, sh- I'm not saying that you've stayed equal. You were created that way, and you chose to go with a, ga- uh, with a gas grill. So that's on you, buddy. But your creator created you equal, and uh, you have fun exercising your right to grill on a gas grill, even though Pride Month is over. You're still allowed to grill on a gas grill. And Slow down, man. On this, You're burning them too hard. On this <laughs> slow march to isolating 100% thought, of our idea. listeners. I thought the idea of having our podcast is we wanted to make people want to listen to it. Now today we've alienated Louisianites. Cajuns, West Virginians, people who use pellet, pellet smokers. And gas grills. Is, it, is this sort of thing? Yeah, screw all you guys. Yeah. No, no, no. no. The pellet smokers. I'll be honest. Like pellet smokers are awesome. Like if you, if you don't want to sit out there and maintain it for for twelve hours, it's great. But uh, gas grills. Hey, there's no excuse, gentlemen. There's no excuse. There's no excuse. Hey, what do you want to taste on your food? Uh, propane. I want to taste propane. <laughs> All over my beef. Just soak it in that sweet, sweet propane smell. In fact, if you could, if you could just like marinate it in there for a little bit and then yeah, drop yeah, it yeah. on top, I, yeah, that'd be I got a propane marinated cheeseburger for you <laughs> right here. Have fun with the cancers. Please don't yeah. tell me it was. Oh, and it's it's frozen when you put it on there too, isn't it? Oh, oh yeah, good old tender, <laughs> dry, a well right under the propane grill. That's what I want. I want a well done propane singed mm. 
cheeseburger. Getting, uh, yeah, I'm getting. I'm starting to drool. Ooh, man! Right from say, the say, right from the grocery say, store. Say nobody out there. Ooh, invite me over, please. <laughs> please invite me to your house so that uh, I can eat one of those sweet, sweet <laughs> propane burgers. <laughs> I love that you value our friendship enough to come feed me mm. that. I, I, I don't know, man. There's some people that I appreciate as people, but I just can't, I can't get behind. I'm not eating at your house. I'm eating before we get there. Mm, right. Yeah. But, uh, probably going to bring my own beer too. Cause I, I guarantee you drink PBA or, or, or Bud Light. Yeah. So just, <laughs> Hey, listen, listen, so I'm all about drinking beer, but, uh, no. I'm not, listen, you, you're only here for so long. Do not, don't waste it. Don't waste, you only get to drink so many beers in life. Why would you choose to make them awful? That's a really, really good point. I like that. You only get to on eat so many cheeseburgers, right? And each cheeseburger's probably taking a couple months off your life. So you <laughs> might as well. <laughs> so the more you eat, the less you get to eat. So you might as well make, might them. As well make them good. <laughs> I have, I have a buddy in Texas. I have a buddy in Texas right who actually listens to the show. So so shout out to him. Um, hey, I'm not gonna name what's him. What's his name? I don't want to get him in trouble. He's a uh, he's well, a real job. But he uh, he went hey, on the man. diet for like a year and a half where he was only eating one cheeseburger a month. But then this asshole started driving like five hours to go to like another <laughs> city to go eat the best <laughs> cheeseburger in the state. Like he was finding, he was finding like a list of twenty of Texas's best cheeseburgers, and then driving. If you only get, if you only get one a month, one a month. So he was eating like twelve one-pound cheeseburgers. I was like, dude, this is not better for you. And (laughs) he was like staying in hotels. He would like leave town on Friday night, stay in a hotel. Quarter ounce cheeseburgers, but now I'm eating, you know, twelve, sixteen ounce cheeseburgers. Yeah. Yeah, like, great you know, that's diet. actually more red meat, right? <laughs> yeah, and then sit in the car for five hours driving out there. Like, that's not better for you or for your budget. Like, th- this diet is benefiting no part of your life. Uh, and he's like, I don't know. the state of Texas. He's like, I got to, uh, to leave home, you know, one night a month and uh, eat the best cheeseburger on the, on the, in the state of Texas. You know, one of the best ones. That's not. I don't a, know, man. It's not a bad idea. I actually, hey, bro, I think you're onto something. It's yeah. It wasn't. I might really, actually. Really, I might actually really out of that book. Yeah, that's a. It's a. It's an interesting play. It's an interesting one. I don't know if it's. A, I don't know if it's the best idea in the world. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it's like it's, it's 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 like we like to say, you know, it's it, that is a method. Maybe not. Maybe not the preferred method, but it is a method. You you can do it that way. <laughs> I've heard that a lot in my life. <laughs> yeah, my wife tells me that a lot too. All right, man. Happy fourth, happy hey, uh, two hundred forty fourth birthday, freedom lover, and uh, happy birthday, America! You God blessed, beautiful nation. You love it. All right, y'all have a good one. Be safe and uh, enjoy those fireworks. Lock your dogs. Put your dogs inside. Who let the dogs out? Not you, because you're putting your dogs inside. <laughs> All right, we'll see y'all. <laughs>